look to you. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want to spend some time on the fast of Jesus and what happened in the wilderness when Jesus was fasting. Now, I'm not specifically preaching on fasting. I want to preach on the battle when he came to tempt Jesus while he was fasting. And also for us to to lean into this message in a very specific way because the 15th of March, which is a Wednesday, we want to invite everyone to fast evening at, eight, at 6 o'clock. We want to gather here at church, break fast together with worship and prayer. And what you are invited to do is to fast that day or longer. You can, if you want to do a two-day fast, you may start on the Tuesday and break the fast on the Wednesday. If you want a three-day, if you want to fast for huh, for two weeks, that you can start today, more or less. You just no, that's three weeks. You just time it, all right. As long as you finish with us, six o'clock on the fifteenth of March. Amen. Um, That'll be, that'll be amazing. That's, some, that's another thing a family get to do together. And you are invited. So what I want to do is I want to look at some of the action that went on in that wilderness when Jesus was fasting, setting himself aside. And he was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the enemy. And I want to dissect a little bit some of the schemes and some of the tricks that the enemy wanted to play on Jesus. So that we can be aware of areas we can grow in and that we will not be caught by his sly tricks. Right? Let's, let's read together in Matthew 4. And set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came. And were ministering to him. The fast of Jesus, a full, loyal, and a strong heart. 
I want to I look at the full heart of Jesus, the loyal heart of Jesus, and the strong heart of Jesus. And my, my prayer is for each one of us to lean into, into, those, into those topics and almost ask the Lord, give me also a full heart. Give me also a loyal heart and also a strong heart, especially as we are moving towards that day of fasting. We can really trust God for a month of growth. So let's dissect it a little bit. The first temptation. The tempter came to him and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Now it's very interesting and important to remember that just before Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert, what was he busy with? Who can remember? He was getting baptized. He moved from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized, and then from the Jordan, led by the Spirit, into the wilderness. Okay. He was baptized, and then the Father spoke, and the Father said what? This is my beloved Son. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to Him. Now the Spirit leads Him into the wilderness, and the devil comes and says, If you are the Son. I want to tell you, if, if you are new around here maybe and you are starting to grow in the Lord, maybe you got baptized on the last opportunity or today, maybe you just experienced a breakthrough in the faith and you are really going for it. I want you to brace. Because each time when you make a breakthrough, the enemy is unhappy about that. And he wants to come to you with stories to break your speed and to get you off course. If you are the son of God, who says? The father just said it. I'm his son, beloved. If you are a son, can you see the backlash? Come on, be ready. Be ready because you don't have to be distracted. But just know that the liar comes with his stories. Because if he tempted Jesus in this way, let's be ready. Let's not pick up his lies. Let's discard them. Amen. If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves. Jesus answered, it is written, a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, let's read together. Just, I'm going to take a little bit more time on this first part, and then we'll go faster with point number two and three. In Isaiah 53, the scripture writes about Jesus. The prophet is prophesying. He even speaks in the past tense here. He says, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and, is, and we esteemed him not. But surely he has borne our griefs and he carried our sorrows. Let me stop there for a moment. Jesus was fully God and he was fully Man, and therefore the scripture can read a man of sorrows who came to bear our sins and our shame. It was his mission. Are you with me? It was his mission to come fully God in the form of a man to bear our sins. It was his goal. We see this in Philippians 2. We see it as well. Jesus emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself 
by becoming obedient to the point of death. Okay, so Jesus came as a man on a mission to take the sins of man. Right. Here's an important thing. The Bible said that Jesus was like one of us so that he can be a substitute for us. That's why he came as a man. And I said it a couple of weeks ago, an angel could not come and die for your sins because an angel cannot represent you. An angel is of a different substance. An angel is not a man. Okay. So Jesus comes as a man, but he's 100% God. So he can do what other men cannot do. Do we see men walking around the streets, okay, normally changing rocks into bread? When they are hungry. No. Do, do we see man walking past the river and then making soup to eat? No. Man must plant. Man must water. Man must exercise discipline and care. And man can eat. That's how mankind works. Yes, there are miracles, but that's how mankind works. Here comes Jesus on a mission. He's a man that's coming to take our sins. The enemy says, no, 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 but remember, you are hungry. Just tell these stones to be bread that you can eat. You know, so I, I, I was in a TV show a few years back, Survivor, okay? And so people would ask me, can you go when the cameras are off behind the hill and eat? Okay. That's a question people would ask. And the answer is no, because then the show would not have integrity. Now here Jesus is walking with his disciples. They're all tired. They're all hungry. Does he go around the corner and say, hamburger, whopper? And then he eats. And then he comes back. Oh, guys, this journey is tough. It's tough here. No. He's the suffering servant. He comes in the form of a man, and he's got integrity in his mission. And he is hungry. Read with me. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplication with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. And although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. Now the enemy comes to him and he says, because you are a son, prove your sonness by making it easy for yourself here. Quickly. Jesus said, I will not step away from my mission. Hungry as I may be, at your word, no stones are being turned into bread. I have my eyes on the Father. Here is my mission. I have come in the form of a likeness of men to die for their sin. Jesus answers, he says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. He says, Satan, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. I am being fed from the Father from on high. Be gone. And he does not bow his knee. And I wrote this out for him. Jesus had the power to take provision in a way contrary to his calling, but he remained faithful to his calling instead. He had the power to exit his mission, but he did not. He would make food for people. And he would share. He would turn water into wine. And he did it as a servant. But out there in the desert, 
at the word of an enemy would not do it. And so I wrote something for us here. As we fast, let's pray for full hearts so that fleshly desires do not take us away from our calling in a similar way. His body was hungry, but he did not sway. Is it a legitimate need to feed the body? Yes, it is. But at the word of Satan, he would not bow. In that moment, because he had a need, and he decided not to turn those bread, those rocks into bread, he was feasting on the bread, which was not physical, and that is the love of a father, to endure and to remain faithful. Help was on the way. The angels would come. But he would not bow at the enemy's word. Amen. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of a temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. Now the first time Jesus quotes scripture to, the, to Satan and now Satan brings in the scripture himself. Psalm 91, which he misapplies here. On their hands they will bear you up, Jesus, lest you strike your foot against a stone jump Jesus said to him again it is written you shall not put the Lord your God to the test now what is he presenting Jesus with what is the thing here the first temptation it doesn't look like sin okay if you say like the last one come on worship me Jesus and I'll give you stuff I mean you're like no this is not right but if if Satan comes and says come on man do some tricks here make these rocks into bread. It doesn't seem like sin, but he was inviting Jesus to stray from his mission. Here, what is he appealing to? He's appealing to the applaud of the masses. Jesus would suffer, be spat on, be rejected by family, by friends, and by enemies. He would be sought after to kill sometime. At one stage, he will escape. He will find his way through the crowd. He will be rejected. Come on, here's a temptation. Come on, Jesus, one jump. One jump here in the pinnacle of a, te- a temple around a 90 meters high. I don't know how high the highest building in Hermanus is. I took a bad guess the previous service. I said 20 or 30, I don't know. Someone can tell me, someone smart. 90 meters high. Imagine the architecture back in those days. If he would jump, The temple is a gathering place of the masses. Imagine. Imagine all those people who will suddenly say, Jesus, Jesus. And Satan is saying, coming, one jump, come on. And Jesus says, no, not put the Lord your God to the test. Now here's something very important. There's a big word. The word is called hermeneutics. It is the study of the interpretation of Scripture. Now, there's rules in the study and the interpretation of Scripture. And one of those rules are that Scripture speaks to Scripture. And so the more Scripture you read, the clearer the meaning of one isolated Scripture becomes because it hangs together. All right? Scripture really has the opportunity to say everything about everything in one verse. But if you read the whole Bible, you get everything. And so what Satan is doing is he's taking out of the hat of Scripture... uh, 
a, a part of Psalm 91, and he's trying to motivate Jesus to jump because God is good to his children. But he's inviting Jesus to test the Father. Jesus said, you'll not put my Lord, you shall not put your Lord your God to the test. Very important that Jesus is in the wilderness being tested. I'm being tested. And I'm very successful because I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to test the Father. I'm the one being tested. The second thing that I want to just point out this morning is that Jesus did not sin against the Father in order to gain the adoration of humans. This is a temptation that will be alive in this world until the final day. Come on. Substitute the love and the affection of the Father for the love and affection of people. Right now on your heart, this is a battle waging. If you think it's not there, but where you stand, lest you fall. Because you are a human and I am a human. And Christ was tempted in this manner. They will applaud you. Imagine what they will think of you when you come around the corner in this fashion. Imagine what they will think about you if you achieve that. Imagine what they will think if they come into your presence and you can be like this or like that. Just imagine it. And then he gets you to start working. Wow. Ah, you are a slave. You are running to the point of emptiness. Watch out. He is cunning, but he's not that smart because we see his tricks. Jesus is helping us to unravel his schemes. What can we do if we remember this? Going into the next month. As we fast, let us pray for loyal hearts that praise the king instead of weak hearts that wants to receive the praises of people. It's a biggie. All of the internet, all of social media is a cry. Come on, applaud me. Come on. I put this thing together. Come on, a like. Come on, a comment. Come on. Let us be free. I'm not saying let us not be in the world. Let us be free of this thing. It takes us down the wrong path. He will not jump for the applause of people at the word of the enemy. There was one that his heart sought to love and cherish. He came to serve people, amen. He died for them. But he was not moved by their applause. He had a mission. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you fall down and worship him. Now he's pushing the envelope. Now he's going all out. This is the last one. He is coming in now. No more subtle. You know you want this Jesus. I know you despise that cross, all that sin, all that shame is going to fall on you. He's never tasted sin in his life. He's never told a lie. He's never, ever felt a break in presence from the Father, and it's coming. It's coming. It will meet him that day on the cross. The Father will turn his face, and the enemy, sly as he is, 
comes up with a solution. He says, if you fall before me now, I will give you what you came here for, and you don't have to go through the cross. Come on, it's a good one, Jesus. Take it now, or I'm walking. Come on, let's shake on it. Jesus said, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. And the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. I want to read Philippians 2 here. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. You see, that was his destiny from the beginning. Every tribe, every nation, every one of those people in those kingdoms that the enemy was showing him would come and bow before Jesus. Jesus accomplished his task. Hebrews says, Right now he is sitting, waiting for the day until all his enemies will be under his feet. He did it. The enemy was offering him an unjust way to reach the goal that he came here for. The means justify the end kind of thing. Come on, let me just take you to the end. Deny the father, that's a small thing. You are here for the nations, I will give him to you. He would not budge. He would not budge. Satan came to him and he says, I know what you want. And he was there when Jesus prayed that prayer. Father, if there's any way in the Garden of Gethsemane, if there's any way this cup can pass from me, please. And Satan probably was in his ear, I told you. I told you you didn't want this. Father, loving as he said, this is your way, my son, through the cross. We will reconcile those whom we love back to our chest through the cross. Satan in his ear, for a moment he was, he was fearful, Scripture said. His heart was in turmoil. He stood up and he obeyed the Father. I believe that battle was one year. Jesus faithfully worshipped the Father, even though the Father led Jesus to the cross. He would not turn to the right or to the left. And I wrote something for us here. Maybe as we going into a time of prayer or a time of fast, as we fast, let us pray for strong hearts that will worship the Father even as He leads us to take up our cross. I look at this room and I see God alive through his children. I look at these young kids and tears come to my eyes because I see the Father handing out journeys, callings to our young children. Isn't that amazing? Let us not forget about ours. Let us not bring the children to the king. Let us come ourselves. Amen. What about you? What has he placed upon you? What is the things that he started to stir in your heart since that day when you turned to him? Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't get caught up in routine. Don't lay it down. 
it is precious. It is your journey. It is your cross. How sweet is the cross for the one who carries it with her father. It's nothing like it. Get to walk in the shoes of Jesus. Sometimes it's hard, but sometimes it's not hard. It's joy. What is the journey he has placed before you here? I want to encourage you. Go flat out. Don't give up. Don't be distracted by false lies, running after the menial desires of the flesh king, being distracted from a great calling, turning away from the voice of the Father to hear the applause of people. It's a trick. Don't be tricked. We will not be tricked, amen? We will not be tricked. And then those shortcuts. They are long cuts, like my son puts it. They're not shortcuts. They're distractions. Oh, I am so excited to see the Holy Spirit lead us in similar ways than what he led Jesus. And look to the left and look to the right. You are not alone. Here we are, all the followers of Jesus, getting to work with him, being co-laborers to make a difference in loving this town with the love of the Lord. Let us not be tricked by that sly little trickster. He's got nothing on us. He's all exposed. Let's put that last three points on. Jesus exposed him for us. Let us be free. And I just want to say, the journey that God has got for you, it's an incredible journey. And although Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you must take up your cross. Just remember, your cross is not like Jesus' cross in every way. The sin of the world fell on him and the father turned his face away from the son. That was the nature of his cross. Never ever will the father turn his face from you on your journey. Your cross is different. It is your calling. But you never have to carry the sin of others on your cross. That's not your cross. That's his cross. Your cross is a cross of faith to obey him and let a light shine in this town and not be distracted from the journey he has for you. What an incredible opportunity we have. Let us stand in this place this morning and respond. I want you for a moment just to look up at the screen and almost like remember those I almost want to say three battles that happened in the wilderness. And I want you to ask a very difficult question to your own heart. And that is to which one of these am I maybe susceptible to at the moment? Because I'm telling you what the enemy, sometimes you don't have to come into a house to speak into the house. He can whisper through the window. And ask the Holy Spirit just to tell you, where has he been trying to sell his lies to me and my wife or to me, my family, or to me at work? Where is he busy with me? And I just want to create an opportunity for you to say, be gone. Sometimes he comes to you directly like with Jesus and very confronting. Other times... He comes to you through people. Peter at one stage told Jesus, you will not suffer 
It will not happen. What did Jesus say? See you, Satan. Get behind me. Trying to come through Peter here. Watch out for him. Let your heart be in tune with the voice of the Spirit, our counselor. If you know the voice of the Holy Spirit, you will pick up the voice of that liar. You'll be able to shut him out. Shut him up and shut him out. Amen. Let's bring your heart before the Lord this morning where you are standing. Let's pray. Say, Lord, this is the area that I'm trusting you for. Let's pray for a moment. If you want to, if your wife is standing next to you or a friend, you may pray with him. But let's, let's pray. Let's respond for a moment in your own words. If you don't know how to pray, you say, Here, help me. For ochend in die plek. Om my heart te hee. Wat na die hanker. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we honor you in this place. You guided Jesus through the wilderness. You will guide us in Hermanus. Father, I also want to thank you for just those angels that showed up at the end to strengthen and nurture Jesus. And I want to tell you, God, cares for his children it might be a tough day make it through the day focus on him the angels are waiting and they will tend to you they will care for you don't let that liar cause you to stop halfway through the day many of you you're almost at your end jesus was at day 40 of fasting around that time the human bodies start to pick up permanent damage doesn't have nourishment it was a long day it was a long stretch but the angels showed up at the God appointed time for you also be brave trust him for a moment I want you to pray for that circumstance or that situation or that relationship or that thing where you feel it is heavy on my shoulder and I want you to call in the Holy Spirit for help. So Holy Spirit, I want you to come help me here. Help me to stay faithful to the Father. I will not step away from my calling and I will not step away in order to reserve the applause, to receive the applause of mankind and I will not take a shortcut but I do ask you for your help in this moment. Will you help me press through? to the other side where the angels are waiting. Just fill your people this morning, precious Holy Spirit. Just where you are standing, say, Holy Spirit, fill me again. Stir in me again. Stir up those gifts in me again that you have imparted into me. Stir it up again. I, I just see a picture of someone that was carrying a lot of things and some of the, the things it looks like a lunchbox it fell out of your hand and it was written on that box joy and I almost feel like some of us have lost our joy it fell out of our hands oops it's somewhere Lord I pray that we will take up our joy again the joy of our calling being called by the Father Jesus endured for the joy that was set before him we will follow in your footsteps Lord 
one or two more groups I want to pray for. I just feel there's one or two people here that you are standing in front of a de-junction. It is a difficult decision. It's difficult because both options, or the one option seems so good, but you know it's not the Lord. Turn the right way and trust Him because help is on the way. You might not see it at the T-junction. If you take the right turn, help is on the way. Trust Him. Trust Him. I don't know if Jesus knew how close the angels was. help was on the way. Amen. We worship you in this place. Last thing I want you to pray for, don't you want to thank the Lord for how he has made you and the gifts that he has placed in your life. Just where you are standing, just whisper to him, say, Lord, thank you for my gifts. You are so good at spotting the gifts of others, but now say, Lord, thank you also for my gifts that you have given me my abilities with which I can serve and love you and your people. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. This morning, I'm just going to ask some facilitators to come and and stand here in front and I'm going to formally dismiss you. Um, hope to see some of you at the old harbor at 12 o'clock but if we can pray with you for anything that we touched on this morning then we would love it will be our privilege to pray with you and be there for you and love you in that way so god bless you some small group facilitators can be in front you're welcome to grab a coffee you're welcome to fellowship and like pastor andres always says will you take two minutes to just meet someone you don't know just introduce yourself to someone Be kind to them and and stick them for coffee. It's on us, okay?